You're unemployed. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, you just got fired from from your job, right? What was my job? Uh, you were you were working in a kitchen. It's like burning a my small soul. Restaurant, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, a job you really liked, the job that you, you know, you thought you met some really fucking cool people. You had some good times, right? Mm. Uh, but you got fired because you came in and had diarrhea <laughs> so bad that. <laughs> It was uh, during a health inspection, and the diary was so bad they shut the restaurant down. <laughs> like the lady was like, "This can't happen. You know, this can't be near food. Like this is like How a serious did, my, So my diarrhea affected other people because you couldn't hold it. Uh huh. You know, you were you were uh, on the grill. You know, yeah. And it just like hit you like a ton of bricks. But I mean, it's dinner rush. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got steaks on. What's gonna happen? You know, I gotta, I gotta get through this, and uh, you pass the point of no return, and you, you shit your pants, and it kind of like ran down your leg and trickled out of your, your <laughs> pants, and you're like, uh, I don't, I don't have to do, and you yell for your boss, and you're like, I'm shitting myself, and he's like, Oh, go, go, I'll, I'll get it, right? Yeah. Like he, but he, you get the sense from him that he's like, done that before, like he's taken over somebody who's shitting himself. He's like, I got it, I got it, like, like back in 78, you know? And he kind of, like, stops a second, there's a glint in his eye, like, he's thinking of that time that he, like, took over from a really hectic dinner rush when somebody was shitting themselves, and, like, worked him through it, and he, you know, at the end of that night, he just fucking crossed his arms, leaned back against the wall, sipped a beer, turned the lights off with his elbow, right? You know, that's what he did on, on this night, um, but on, he drank so much that he... He got into an accident and died on the way home. You know, he drank so much because his restaurant got shut down. So you're not in a good place. <laughs> you're unemployed. You're trying to find this job, right? And uh, you're looking everywhere. You know, you're on Indeed. Uh, you're on SmartLink. Uh, Monster. Monster. Craigslist. Craigslist. You're on all the sites, right? And you're getting shit for like, hey, come sell cell phones at a Costco, you know, stuff like that. And a bunch of like insurance jobs because they'll hire any, you'll hire anybody, they'll hire you, whatever, right? Whatever you're doing, they'll hire you. <laughs> yeah, diarrhea girl. Yeah, uh, they're desperate for bodies, insurance companies. And um, so you're sorting through them all, sorting through them all, and you're kind of like at the end of like, man, you're like, I have like a week to find something. Or I have no money left. Like, I, I just have to take something. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give it, like, two more days, right? And then I got to take something. So you kind of, like, steal yourself for the day ahead of, like, man, one more time, then I'm, I'm going to take the first thing I can find. And uh, you start to drift off to sleep. And you just feel, like, enveloped in, like, a, a warm embrace, like, the, the blanket and this this uh, sense of calm just kind of washes over you. And for a moment, like, you think in your head, like, everything's going to be okay. You know, th there's like a, there's like this calm, secure voice in your head that steals you. And you're like, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And you're just blinks away from falling asleep. And your phone rings. And it startles you awake. And it says unknown on it. What do you do? I don't answer it. I think it's like a probably like a bill collector. 
So yeah. I don't answer it. So uh, it's on like you like mute it, you know, um, and you just like put it back down, right? Right. And it starts ringing again. It just says unknown. What if I turn it off? You turn it off. Yeah. Right. You lay back down. Your head it's a pillow, and it starts ringing again. It still says unknown. Still says unknown. The phone. I, I mean, but I just turned it off. Huh? I just turned it off. Right? Yeah, I know. But it's still. Yeah, but it just rang. Okay, then I rang. answer it. Yeah, if it's on, when it's off, I guess I have to answer. I mean, if it. you want, you don't have to. I'm going to though. Okay. So I answer it. So you answer it, and uh, do you say anything? Do you just like? Yeah, I say hello. You know, oh, hello, Victoria. How's your night? It's good. <laughs> and it's it's like a like a cheery. Like a cheery young guy, a lot of pep in his step, you know, just like happy to be at work. I'm having a great night. Who is this? Well, I'm here, I'm here on behalf of the Lanolax Corporation, and uh, I came across your resume, and I'm excited to let you know we have an income earning opportunity, if you're available, that is, still. Where'd you get my resume? Oh, off of Indeed, off of Monster, off of Craigslist, everywhere you put it out. <laughs> We've got it. And you can, you can like... You could hear the smile in his voice, right? And when you're kind of like hanging in, in between, like, like he's clearly posed, a, like he's he said something that he clearly wants an answer to, right? right? Yeah. And you, but you haven't formulated that answer. And in that split second, you can just hear him, like, like you can just hear him breathe real deep, and you can't really discern what's behind it, <laughs> but you you just hear it. Okay. What do you say? Well, what do you? What, what kind of job are you offering? They go, oh, we we have a, a new hot tech startup that is going to need a couple call center reps. That's all. What else do you have? Uh, that's really all I have right now. A tech startup? Yeah, it's just like a tech. It's like a little thing we're working on, uh, like a small lean group. You know, just a regular tech startup. Uh, you know, just a little thing we're we're trying to work out. We just need a couple folks for a uh, for a call center. For a call center. Yeah. That's all I have to do is just answer phone calls? Yeah, that's all you have to do. What do I, what's my compensation like? Uh, They'll give you $18 an hour. That's that's good. With benefits. Okay. You can set your own schedule. I mean, there's like there's like three different shifts. You can kind of pick whichever one you want. You know, what what uh, am I answering calls about? Just like, oh, well, we'll explain everything in the company. You know, just come on in for orientation. Or, you know, just come on in. When is that? Where is uh, that? They said uh, it'll be tomorrow at two thirty. We'll send a car. And she hangs up. Okay. What do you do? I guess I wait until two thirty tomorrow for the car to show up. So, uh, at uh, two thirty on the dot. Okay. Like on the dot. Like the second that it hits two thirty, like you're looking at a clock, right? The second that it hits two thirty on the clock, like to the to the top of the twelve, you hear a burp burp. I'm already out there waiting. Not, I mean, you you were inside. Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah, that's why okay. you saw the I clock. Was, yeah. Well, I, I, would, I would. Yeah, I'd be. I, is there an outdoor clock here? If there's an outdoor clock, you can totally watch that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. So. Um, it's like a. It's a nice car, you know. It's like a. It's like a Ford Focus, right? Okay. It's a little Ford Focus. It's a hybrid. Mm -hmm. Um, It's black, 
and it has a big uh on the on the door is uh a white circle with an L in the middle of it. Okay. Right? Yeah. And sure. Yeah. So you, you see um as you walk outside you see like a, a guy who's wearing like sunglasses. He looks to be like he's dressed in like a suit and tie, right? Yeah. And he rolls down the window and he goes, Hey Victoria, come on. And he seems like very pleasant. Yeah, I'm digging this. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. There yeah, this is awesome. So you um you get in the car and you're you're driving along, uh, and you're just kinda like shooting the the shit, talking about the weather, you know. Um He drives you, you're on the road for maybe like ten minutes. You go to this kind of like nondescript um just sort of building on the east side. You know, it's in like a reclaimed neighborhood, you know? Yeah. It's like a kind of a hip, out of the way place. Like it's a place where people recycle stuff or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an electric car charger on the street, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you walk into this, uh, you walk into this, it's like industrial building, right? Right. And he, he kind of motions you to the desk. There's a secretary there. It's just like a, like a small waiting room. It's like four chairs and a, and a, and like her, her, her off her desk, basically. What do you do? Well, I guess I I walk up to whoever appears to be in charge, and ask them about orientation. Okay, so that she, I'm here for. She asks for your name, and and you give her your name. Yeah. And she uh, she does something on her computer. She goes, okay, just have a seat. We'll be with you shortly. So there's uh there's only four chairs in there. Uh, so you sit down in the chair, and you see over the next like five minutes, three more people come in, right. There's a class of four of you, and uh, down the hall comes like a. When you see this lady, you're like, "This is the fucking boss lady, right?" Yeah, yeah. You know, she's just that. She's got on the the power suit, you know. Uh huh. She's got her hair tight back, Ugh. right? Yeah. And she's like, she's not scowling, but she you can tell that she's like super intense. Yeah, I'm intimidated. Right. So she goes through and she goes, "Oh, Victoria, come on back." Yeah. And so you follow her. Do the other do the other kids in my class look jealous? Huh? Do the other people that showed up in my class, the other three, do they look jealous? So you like look back at them and they're all just like scowling at you and one person's like punching their fist. You know, they're like real pissed that you got in there first, man. Good. Like one kid has a copy of a highlights magazine and he pulls a lighter out and lights it on fire and you just see like you see the, the flames reflect off of his glasses. And you feel like true fear for the first time in a long time, but then the door closes, Oof. and you're you're in the back hallway. Do I? F- am I feeling fear residually off of the guy that was burning the highlights magazine, or because of where I'm going right now? You were definitely afraid of those those people in the waiting room. Oh, uh, those. Like, but you don't know why. My, my classmates, yeah, as like, you call they them, they were just so jealous of you. Good. It was sheer jealousy. Okay. Right. All right. So I follow this lady. Yeah. Follow this bitch. So, uh, so you follow her into this, uh, this like conference room, right? Mm. And, uh, she says, have a seat and you have a seat and you're just directly across from like a giant projector screen and you see, it looks like a, a projection kind of comes on, you know, how projector screens. He's like, it's not as sharp and it's like definitely lighter. Yeah. It, it looks like that. 
but you don't see a projector anywhere. You just see it appear on the wall. <laughs> uh, but it, it's clearly like a projector. Like there's a beam of light. Yeah. That's sort of just. Well, kinda... what 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 appear? What when I look at the the beam of light, where is it coming from? You just see it. Em- you just see it emanate from a, a single point. I can't turn around to look and see where it's from. Yeah, you can. Where it is just, it coming it just, from? The beam of light goes from the screen to a single point in the middle of the room. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can like put your hand in front of it, and it'll like block out the light and everything. Okay. But it just comes from that spot. All right. right. Uh, so you watch like this training video, right? And uh, they're, they're like, "Thanks for coming to the startup. Uh, it's called <laughs> it's called iBaby, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's called iBaby, and <laughs> it's a combination of delivery app and also a dating website. So the idea between iBaby is uh, you would fill out a profile. It's a, it's not like Tinder, and the only thing was when you matched with a person, they like an order would have to get placed at a local restaurant. And then some whoever was traveling to that other person to meet that other person would have to go pick up that food, and then they would dine together, and that's the idea. I baby. Why is it called I baby? I don't. I, I just not my company. I don't know. So it's a it's like a food dating app. Yeah, it's like are you are you also going to get food by yourself? Yeah, they're like, like that. Or, well, or why like, don't you meet up with somebody? Is that what it is? It's kind of like hey, have you ever wanted to meet somebody who loves Red Lobster? And you swipe right or like, whatever. Like that's hard. Yeah. Well, then it's like, hey, this is this is uh, Linda. You and Linda are gonna have. She's gonna go pick up Red Lobster and meet you at your place. You All know right. what it like? So it's, iBaby has nothing to do with children. It's just. I mean, it's just if a you dating. Play your cards right, it could. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and actually, you know what? There there have been a lot of uh, babies from iBaby uh, because there's this weird phenomenon with new parents. Uh, one of the things you do if you have a baby with a person you met off of iBaby, uh, the trend is naming that baby <laughs> iBaby Baby. <laughs> and it's like sweeping the nation. It's number one on all the charts, all the hot <laughs> baby name charts. That's horrible. Uh, iBaby Baby That's is totally Times horrible. Person of the Year. <laughs> iBaby Baby. It's just like, it's But they have nuts, like a dude. last name, right? It's like iBaby Baby yeah, yeah, yeah. Jones yeah, 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 or like. Yeah, yeah. I baby, but they're baby, all named Tyler. I baby baby and Oof. mysteriously um all of the i baby babies that were born within the first uh year of this app coming out have like a ten thousand dollar um college fund already built for them and nobody knows where they came from but when they formally registered that baby as i baby baby whatever the last name is there and there was like a a thing that came in the mail and it was like a very ornate envelope that had like a, a gilded seal and it, it was like a, a long you when the envelope was lifted open, a long roll tumbled out onto the floor and it had an old English script. Uh, I baby baby, whatever the baby's last name is, <laughs> has hereby been granted a ten thousand dollar college scholarship. Uh, sorry, uh, loan fund, you know, whatever college okay. fund, you know, and there there was just like a, a phone number to call to redeem. So that's how those people would like get that money. But All um, right. OK. So iBaby Baby kind of rules, right? Yeah, it seems like it. It's like it's like it's a if date, it's, it's, it's a name that's sweeping the nation. Yeah, everybody loves iBaby Baby. It's and people are getting scholarships just for being named that. But it's like nobody knows where they came from, and it was just that first year. If you were into that second year, it didn't work. Uh, once like three hundred and sixty-five days, like from that moment happened, 
no more. So they were able to like pinpoint where it stopped. Okay. Uh, so it was really remarkable and kind of like one of the world's great mysteries. Like people are there's there's a news channel dedicated to it, and all they do is like try to search out like every corner of the world to find answers about this the the world's greatest mystery. Uh, but they they're just failing because nobody can find out where these college scholarships came from. So you're working at iBaby Baby, and like there's like four of you guys who are you know going to be working there, and um, you're like working for this company and and like you you crush it right. For some reason, like everything they ask you to do, you just like knock it out of the park. You're taking on these weird projects, and then they're they're having you like run a team, and then the success of that team was so big that you got a bigger team and you got a promotion. And cool. over the course of like three years, you worked yourself up yeah. to like the CEO level. Damn! Right, I climbed the ladder. Fast. And you're like the CEO of iBaby. Okay. Right. And at this point, there's like iBaby Stadium. <laughs> That's where Manchester United plays. All uh, right. You've seen the first like kid stars named iBaby that are like prominent in the world you know like Jay-Z and Beyonce had a baby and they named it uh, iBaby Z I don't know what what's his last name <laughs> what's Jay-Z's last name I don't know I only know Carter, Carter. Carter. I don't I, I don't know Z they call it iBaby Z um, so you're starting to see like the proliferation of the brand right okay and uh so you feel like you kind of like reached your peak, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, one day somebody meets somebody on iBaby and uh, they brutally murder that person. Right. It kind of took a while for that to happen. That's what was so remarkable about it. I figured it. it would happen a lot sooner. No, it didn't. That's what's so crazy is that it was remarkable and how safe people found it, how comforting they found it. There was something about that app that really drew people to it and let them know that they were safe. But then this, oh. for the first time ever in the history of this remarkable, groundbreaking, world-changing app, uh, somebody was murdered. This is after how many years of it being uh, Like eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Of iBaby success? Of iBaby success. It took eight years for someone to meet someone else on iBaby and murder them? Yeah, man. People just love that app. Wow. It changed the world. Okay. So this happens. and yeah. So, um, like... You get subpoenaed, and people are, like, asking you about iBaby's practices. I do personally? Yeah, you do personally. Because I'm at the top now? You're at the top. Oof. Tip top. I thought I had, like, like no. people to deal with that kind of stuff. No. I mean, there should be, you know. This is, like, such a big controversy <laughs> that they, the they need answers. Use. Well, that's the thing that's crazy about it. They're like, <coughs> how could this have happened, you know? Okay. So they, uh, they start looking into it, right? And it looks like... Um, they think it might have something to do with foul play. Uh, what kind of foul play? So they did some looking. The person that uh, did the murdering, who also then killed themselves, was a murder-suicide. Real sad. Uh, the person who committed that murder-suicide worked for a different app called You Baby. <laughs> and You Baby, you've seen a little bit of erosion in your numbers, you know? And part of it's due to You Baby. You baby does the exact same thing as I baby. They rip it off, but they're just a little edgier, you know. <laughs> they're just like a little bit edgier, and they like they're like coming for you, you know. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they determined that the the person who did the murder suicide was uh, an employee there, and they looked through some 
emails between him and a, an anonymous account, and it, it looks like it was something from the, done from the inside, from you, baby. That sucks. Do you do anything? Um. Well, I mean, am I am I totally threatened at this point? Because it so far it just sounds like speculation. You know, we so, don't know who it is at, at you, baby. We're doing fine over here at iBaby. Yeah. Granted, you know, we got these young sharks. They're coming after us. That's yeah. fine. But I so, guess I would ask people that work for me to maybe look into it and find out who this person is. So you um, you go home that day after being, like, really shaken up, like, man, this is really weird. You come home and you find, like, a, a dead bird on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So what do you do with the bird? What kind of bird is it? It looks like a like a robin. Like a robin? Robin. It was how how is it dead? Was it shot or did it just die? It looks to be like mashed. Someone mashed the bird yeah, and then like put it on my doorstep. It. Yeah. They smashed it. Yeah, it's like it's like a crunched up bird. I would pick Blood it up force. and I would put it in the front yard instead of right on my doorstep. So when you pick it up and throw it away, you see out of your periphery the blur of what looked to be a human form, but moving much <laughs> faster than a human. When I threw the robin? When you went to like look as to throw it, yeah. out of your periphery you saw just like a, a brilliant flash of a human form. Okay. Like faster than you've ever seen any human move. All right. Right. What do you do? Did the, did I successfully throw the bird? Or yeah, did I, you throw it. And the bird landed? Bird landed. Okay, then I go into my house. Okay. I mean, I'll think about it a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to go into my house. Yeah. All right. So you go into your house and... Uh, you're, you're walking around, and something just feels, it doesn't feel right, you know? So you're you're walking through the house, and you go through, like, the, the kitchen and the living room, and everything looks normal, right? Yeah. There's just, like, a weird tension. There's, like, a stark quiet to the house. And you walk along, and you go into your, into your, into your office, you know, where when you work from home, when you just need one of those days, you know? When you just kind of hang out at home, kind of work from home. That's where yeah. you go. And uh, there's a picture of you receiving an award. It says the iBaby Lifetime Success Award. <laughs> right? And it's presented by iBaby. Okay. <laughs> and you see that that picture has been, like, ripped off the wall. Okay. And it's just laying face down. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would probably call the police at this point. Right. Because I think there's someone in my house. Gotcha. So you call the police and they do a sweep and there's there's nobody in your house. Okay. And they're kind of pissed off that you called them at this point. <laughs> they're kind of like, look, lady, like, there's clearly nobody here. These are valuable resources. Like, stop wasting them. I wouldn't rip up a picture of myself that I cared about that much. Yeah, but there's like clearly nobody in this house and they leave. Okay. Right. So you go back in. So when you go back in... It's still the same house, you know. Uh-huh. It's still like eerily quiet, but you do find like uh, comfort, you know. You find comfort in that, like, okay, you feel better that the cops were there. So as you walk through the house, you go through a den, and uh, it's it's very dark. And as you pass like by this den, you think you see the ember of a cigarette light up and fade out. Okay. As like you just like walked through the, roll walk through the hallway, you just kind of caught it in your periphery. Is it? reminiscent of the same image that I saw when I tossed that bird aside? No, uh, because that one was like a human form running away. This is just like a, <laughs> you see, you see like the glow of an ember okay. and like a faint outline 
of, of what looks to be a person. Well, it's it, it's kind of similar then. They're both human forms, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just okay. like, yeah, different experiences. Okay. Well, I probably would say like, hello, who's there? You don't hear anything. Okay. So would you like investigate or would you just keep going? I would keep going because if they didn't respond to me acknowledging them, then what can I really do? I would I would have to just keep going. I'd probably just go back to wherever to my to my room. Yeah. Or make some dinner or something. So you're you're uh you're walking through like you keep walking down this hallway, like you're heading towards your bedroom and uh like you walk by and like it's nightfall and you see like the you see like a, a full moon out and it's very stark uh and it kind of catches your eye and like you're like, oh, shit. You know, and then you see that moon through the same lens you did as a child. Like, when you'd spend summers on your grandparents' lake, it's where you it's where you learn how to catch fish. It's where you learn how to play checkers, you know? Yeah. It's, a, it's like the first place outside of your home that you really loved, and you just feel that moment. And then you feel <laughs> a hand drape across your <laughs> forehead, uh, pull your head back, and then you're, they slit your throat. And you crumble to the floor and bleed out onto your pristine carpet. Why? And then you you look up and you see the figure, uh, and you see a, it's it's a man, a very frail, or not frail, but a very like lean man smoking a cigarette. And he pulls out, uh, he pulls out his phone, and he's like, "Yeah, I got her." And he puts on a jacket, and it's a jacket from like a, it's like one of those shiny, you know what I mean? Those '90s shiny blue jackets. <laughs> It's like, like a high school jacket. Like a windbreaker. Like a windbreaker kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it says, you baby on it. I knew it. Right. I should have investigated you baby and more. You, so as you bleed out, you see uh, you see him throw the cigarette out, and uh, you see just him walk out the door, and then all the blood runs out of your body, and you die. Dude, fuck you, baby. <laughs> you baby sucks. You could have you investigated, but you didn't.